What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And I am. And this is not, not damn podcast. Another damn podcast. Presented by our damn sales. All right, kid. <laughs> it kind of like it was like I was trying to link up with you. <laughs> oh, good. It's, it's been a busy weekend as we jump into episode two eighty seven. First of all, let's talk about how everybody's Thanksgiving went. Yeah, because we celebrate Thanksgiving. It's food, family, football, nothing, none of that other shit. So, like, for anybody Three else, so you're not throwing out the FEF. Anybody else, fuck you. Because <laughs> we're doing, we talking food, we talking family, we talking football. If you don't like it, fuck you. Four Fs. <laughs> yeah, like we don't talk about pilgrims, and like we don't, we don't do that. I mean, I've I've never done that. I've never met anybody that's done that shit. Right. So of, of any race. <laughs> even my I mean, wife. Maybe we want to go down that rabbit hole. Talk about pilgrims. Like, where all these what? pilgrim celebrators that y'all hang out with? Y'all niggas hang out with pilgrims and shit. Like, I don't, man. Because <laughs> my thing is if you go down the rabbit hole of what's the origins what of all started, of these holidays are fucked exactly up. what was started as, you know. Yeah, as the whole tap say the, these pagan holidays, they all pagan holidays. It's like, yeah, if you go down that rabbit hole, then you're gonna be giving up a lot of uh, your traditional things that you like to celebrate. Hey, imagine <laughs> what the or- Halloween origins it just seems fucked up. Like I don't know all the whole story, but it just sounds like some satanic fucked up shit. So yeah. that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. It's like Black Friday, Christmas, yeah. all that. Yeah. The origins of all of these stupid ass holiday New Year's is like I'm sure all of these got like dark origins and shit. Yeah. So Probably Valentine's Day, I'm sure. It's like I'm sure it's like fucked up origins for all of them and shit. We know it's a massacre in Chicago, but <laughs> it wasn't an origin, but I get it. <laughs> it wasn't an origin, but it's like it was a massacre in Chicago. What was that like the twenties or whatever? Yeah, the, um, I mean, about that year. During around the Al Capone time, during around that time. <laughs> but uh, yes, Thanksgiving was a great, great celebration. Um, got to be with family. Uh, was that the mother-in-law? She always does it up big. That was, we had that was one of my many stops. I'm gonna tell you about my um journey and adventure. <laughs> Go ahead. So we had no, we had our own journey <laughs> already. Yeah. Which I'll deal with from Thanksgiving, which we'll get into momentarily. Well, yes. well I'll talk about my Thanksgiving journey. Uh, me and the lady. It was our first mm-hmm. Thanksgiving together. So uh, um, I spent some time with her family, some time with my family. So we had to like coordinate it. Yeah. And then um, and the coup de grace of all of it is what's is funny is like, um, which that you which you don't probably don't know about it. I said she cooked too much, <laughs> so we had oh a whole dinner at the house, <laughs> but kept getting invited. So it was like, yeah, well, we can make the stops. So it's like <laughs> we had a whole yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it kind of intimate, yeah, like yeah, she cooked, we're gonna, but then we just kept getting invited places. And then she's like, oh, I want to see your family. I was like, okay, yeah. And then like her, um, her cousin Garland invited her. He had a smaller gathering. Her other cousin, um, with the big gathering was kind of similar to um, your mother-in-law. Was a lot of uh, the other cousin had like that was where like that was the spot where like everybody was at. Yeah, that was our first stop. We stopped there at um, 
her cousin Tangie's mm-hmm. house. Yeah, so yeah, we went there, kicked it with the fam a little bit. Okay. Yeah, saw all of her aunties, cousins, nieces, nephews, etc. Yeah, we stopped at the good brother Garland. That's the homie there. Because his right. name, he goes by G Wiz. I'm Ozman the Wiz, so he's two wizards, right? <laughs> kind of bonded over that. <laughs> so that's nice. So we made mm-hmm. a, um, a quick stop through there. Then we headed over to hang out with you and the fam. Yeah. So that was our third. Yeah. Fourth, if you count yeah. that, we already had food at the house, too. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, where's Oz? Because everybody's looking like, where's Oz? Where's Oz? I, I forgot to tell you these first two stops were out in Joliet, too. So, yeah. <laughs> so we had to travel to Joliet, then back to Chicago. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving out there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, shout out everybody on the I I eighty West and shit. That's uh, eighty West. Yeah, that's like that's a joke. Well, I would attend via Zoom. That's how I'd be like. <laughs> or or, or <laughs> FaceTime this motherfucker. You see me via Zoom. <laughs> that's what I would do. Nice though. Got to see everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was fine, like I said, because we could have we could have not could have avoided all of it, just stayed in. It's like because she cooked the whole meal. It's like yeah. right, you had a whole dinner. Her dressing, greens, beans, tomatoes, to take all of that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you name it, she cooked it. <laughs> we had oh, it all. Sorry, get yeah. I enjoyed it tremendously, yeah. So that's why I've been mm-hmm. in all we I'm like, yeah, hanging out with the fam. Yeah. Did our rounds, yeah. And then um you could tell more about um your adventurous week, which um it might end up taking up the bulk of this podcast. Yeah. It might do so. Um that's why I want to get Thanksgiving stuff out of the way because I know you gotta well, people that you can look and tell Naima is not in her usual space. So Yeah, uh, like I know you guys are looking like what the hell is going on? Because if you're watching video of this podcast, thank you. Watching our YouTube version thank of you, it. Thank yeah. you, thank you. You know, um, Naima typically is on where she is, a little picture of Jill Scott is right in the corner. Like, where's yeah. Jill Scott at? It's like, yeah, she ain't so <laughs> it's not in the usual spot. So <laughs> yes. Jill Sorry. Scott isn't hung up yet. Well. Something that I've been keeping close to the chest that we've been doing since like September, I want to say we started. Uh, Marcus and I were on a house hunt. We started house hunting because we need a house. We were like, we're, we've outgrown the condo, two kids in a condo. We've outgrown this. We need a house. We need a house. We need a house. And yeah. on the 18th. Condo is two bedrooms, by the way. So that's yeah, a Yeah, two lot. bedrooms, two bathrooms. All but, them, all that. but yeah, you got yeah, family of four with two bedrooms. A little, little cramped. A little bit cramped up. A little bit cramped up. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the 18th of this month, we did close on our house. So yeah. Hey. We officially <laughs> got our house. Yay. Chad, my sound ready. (laughs) (laughs) So the last week that we've been, and also it was Thanksgiving week, kids were out of school. I was able to take off work. Marcus was able to take a day off too before the holiday. Um, So we've just been moving and just trying to get things together. That's what people, oh, you guys had, no, we didn't have a break. We've been, we were off work, but we were working the whole time. Like, Closing our house, doing that, moving our items, getting our new stuff delivered, all that. But we're in our house finally. So I'm just 
breathing out now because it was like a journey to get here. Um, the thing I could tell you guys about home buying, like I said, this is where I'll delve in and go into a little bit of tell detail. Me, tell your experience. You know, like, For people who may be interested, because maybe this might help you. I mean, I know like you could YouTube stuff, I'm sure you can find whatever, but I'm here to give it to you from my point of view. Of Everybody's experience is different, but just tell how it went for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for me, um, we had a mostly positive experience with a home buyer. I will say that because like, I've heard some horror stories from like friends of ours, like who have got houses before us. And some of the, the stories they told us, we were like, oh my gosh, like, oh no, <laughs> like that. But our experience was actually, it was actually mostly positive. Um, Shout out, we had uh, our cousin, he was our realtor, so and he did a bang up job. So I appreciate everything that he did, Malcolm. A good brother, Malcolm. <laughs> appreciate everything he did. Like he looked out for us. Um, but the thing I would say is um, to familiarize yourself with what you want and what you need, get you a list first. Write all your wants on one side, write all your needs on one side. That will help you determine that once you do start going out to these houses, what's a deal breaker and what's not a deal breaker. Like some stuff may seem like a deal breaker to you, but once you get out there, you see what inventory is available. It's not a deal breaker. You, you know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Like people, I want to have change your mind. Yeah. I want to have, it's necessary that I have a bidet in a bed. What? That's not a deal breaker. Having a bidet. I'm just throwing out something ridiculous, like a ridiculous example. You, know? you never you might as well relocate to Europe then if you want. <laughs> but it'd be like, it'd be stuff like where people get kind of, you know, ridiculous, like with what they feel like they need in a house. So do that first. Get your wants and your needs together first. Then, um, when you're before you actually start to house hunt for real, start attending open houses because open houses are a good way to kind of put Just your foot what, in. You see what's out there too. Just, just stick your foot your, in. Your and you're not wasting people's time because once you start going to house hunt for real, then people are ready to sign a deal. Like you got like for my house, I put an offer the same day after I saw my house. We put an offer right that same day. So it, it moves really, quick. <laughs> yeah, you can't just go around looking at houses. For yeah, like, just don't go around looking at houses. If you ain't got it, you ain't like that. It's like what some people think that's the process. We just go around for months just looking at out. No, like, yeah, like that's the open house phase. You do to that. Then yeah. ready when you have your ducks in a row, that's when you start seriously looking. If right. You don't, yeah, just go to open houses that way because, like, it's, it's an open house. It's open, open house. Anybody can show up to that. That's right. for the purpose of it. Is open. It's an open house, and you're yeah. not wasting the people's time because you don't want to raise these people's time. You don't want to do that. So I say, once you do your once your needs, okay, and then you do your open house phase, and then you're kind of getting your foot wet to see like what's out there, what you want, what's in your price range, what's in the area that you want to live in. Okay, so then also simultaneously be looking at your credit. Know what's in your credit report. Because if you don't know what's in your credit report, you will get screwed. <laughs> if you don't know what's in there, you try to get approved for financing, you got a 580, you ain't getting approved for nothing. You not. <laughs> you just not. So you got to know what's in your credit report. Know what's going on with that at the same time. 
be working to get your debt to income down or DTI, be working to get that down because depending on what type of loan you get, if you get an FHA loan, you have to be under a certain percentage to get approved for it. So if you have a debt to income of 80%, you're not going to get approved. You're not. So you need to make sure that that's- A lot of restrictions on the FHA loan. Mm -hmm. So you really got to have your shit together. Right. And then I would say also, prior to you getting the house, start your process at least a year in advance of just preparing yourself. That's why I would say, like, if you decide that, I think I'm ready for a house, don't be planning to buy a house till next year. <laughs> Basically, if you decide now, as early as possibly even 2025 is when you should be like planning for right now. It's like exactly 24 at the earliest, though. Yeah, yeah. Because don't be like be like you gotta prepare yourself because it takes it takes time. Like I say, you gotta make sure your credit is right. You gotta make sure your debt to income is good. And the last part of that three legged stand is you gotta make sure you have assets. You got to have the money when you come in to prove that you got that you can afford your house. You can't show up and be like, I got five hundred dollars in. <laughs> That's because they don't want another repeat of the 08 crisis. The 08 recession. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or that. Yeah. Like um, like that was they were giving houses away. During, like no money down and like or like a thousand dollars. We yeah, saw like, that, that that green and white sign everywhere. A thousand dollars. Yeah. If, if you were like if. If you were in the market, then that's when you should have bought. It's like, yeah, because they were giving houses. Then after that, then they learned their lessons after, yeah, it's Fannie and May, Freddie Mac. I think I said it right. Freddie, Freddie Mac and Fannie, when they crashed and shit, whatever that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were like, those are the programs that were just giving houses away, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because they said, because like I said a home ownership is the American dream. Yeah, yeah. if you can, if you can't afford it. If like, they, afford now it, they yeah. have that dumb disclaimer on there. It's the American dream. If you can afford you it, can afford it. Absolutely. Like, um, well, everybody should be able to, yeah. But after the crash, crash happened, like, how many of those houses got foreclosed on? And people yeah. lost. A lot of people lost the hell because they well, couldn't short afford. Sale. They couldn't afford them to begin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we they saw a lot of short sales. A lot of those. They couldn't. Have, they shouldn't have been in those houses to begin with. That's the house like no money down mm-hmm. or a thousand dollars. That was when they were having those programs like during that time. Mm-hmm. And. So once you start working that, and then once you, okay, let's say you got your stuff. Okay, my credit score is good. My debt to income is good. Okay, I got some assets saved. And when we say assets, I would say be around at least low five figures as far as assets. That's what I'll say. Have something like that that you can show. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need that much at your closing, but you have to be able to show that because they need to see that. And that and it, you that, can afford home. that can fluctuate too, depending on what market you're in. If it's a yeah. local market that you might be able to get away with less, like yeah, like if houses yeah. are cheaper in your market, it depends on yeah, what, depending on what area you're in. Yeah, like I said, we live in Chicago, so we know what that is. If you were like in Mississippi, people would be like, yeah, yeah that might look I, could buy, I could buy the whole house for that almost. <laughs> like, so it depends on the market. It's like, depends yeah. on the market. Yeah. I'm speaking from Chicago. Let me put my disclaimer. I'm speaking from Chicago. You get now, obviously, if you go to California, yeah. New York, then you don't like bless your heart. If you try to go to California, bless your like heart. Mississippi <laughs> to Alabama, then you can buy the 
five bed, three bed for like fifty thousand. That's like that's a different market. It's like I said, it's like <laughs> so it depends on where you're at. Just like so, know depends your market. Like market. do that, do that research too. Like know the market. Do that research with that. Right. Yeah. Right. So we got we got listeners everywhere. That's why they wanted to make it Chicago. We got people yeah. in Dublin. We got listeners everywhere. That's right. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, I'm from Chicago standpoint. Chicago. She's talking Chicago. about her, it's a, your experience personally. Yes. Yeah. So, like, yes. your personal experience. Yeah. You want, yeah, lower 10 than assets. Yeah. Lower five figures in assets. Yeah. yeah. Lower five figures in assets just to show that you have that. And assets for purposes. Um, assets means like your checking account, your savings account. Um, if you have an IRA, if you have any investment accounts, um, anything like that would be considered an asset. Mm -hmm. If you potentially have other real estate, that's an asset. Yeah. You know, anything like that would be considered an asset. So you guys show that you can afford your house. So then once you once you start the process, okay, like I said, it goes super fast. Marcus and I, when we first started the house, the home buyer, we saw a house that we, that we really liked initially at first, and we put a bid on it, same, like, same day, put a bid on it, worked it out, negotiated the price, and yeah, we were they, ready. We had everything you wanted checked off most of the boxes that you checked off most of our boxes. Um, bad thing was, uh, we went in, like I said, the house was the, uh, the owner was still in the home, which is not necessarily a deal breaker, but it's like the owner, particularly, like she was kind of a hoarder. I'll just say like that. It was like this shit everywhere. She was a hoarder. But um, look at the house where like it's just junky, but it's a nice house. Like, you know, like once you get the shit out, this is a nice house. Yeah, it's like once, shit out once, isn't a big deal to me. Once, once you get the cat, get rid of the cats, it'll be get a rid of the cats. Yeah. The cats technically own the house. <laughs> <laughs> And that lady had two dogs in her house. But um always <laughs> over she really did have animals. That's <laughs> dogs probably owned the house too. Yeah, she had two dogs. <laughs> but um, like when we went and did the inspection, and that's like I said, these are tips I'm giving. You're buying a house, do not buy a house. Sight unseen, do not buy a house without getting a home inspection. These are things that you should not do because I know someone who did that. You should not buy a house without actually going in and doing all your research. So we had the home inspector come out with us. We went, the outside was pretty decent. It was like minimal things on the outside, just normal maintenance stuff. He's like, okay, this is just normal stuff that needs to be done with tuck point, you know, normal maintenance stuff or whatever. We get inside the house, he starts going and stuff. It was significant water damage in that home and it was mold in the house. Yep. You go in, um, you, you dig, dig in deep, then you, you start seeing shit. Yeah. So he dug in, and like I said, he was a bang up inspector. So, like, you know, like I will always like his stuff. I'm gonna share his stuff on my Facebook again. Like, you need a good inspector. He's the truth. He's really good. Because, um, I'm, um, not speaking from experience, but, um, just throwing, you know, I, I have an opinion. We all have opinions about shit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, um, with FHA, the um, inspector is required, correct? And then I know if you ban conventional, so, yeah. conventional is optional. That's why you say like you get an inspector because like you buy a conventional, you might not need one. But yeah, you should have right. one anyway because shit like that happens. Yeah. I think FHA is probably required because like the loan. I think it is. I think FHA is. You probably can't even get the loan unless you have an inspection. Yeah. 
I know yeah. conventional is optional because um I've yeah I've gone through this process I without actually buying that because um I had a real estate agent was doing the looking but then 2020 kicked me in the ass and that's a whole nother conversation that we're oh, talking yeah, yeah. so and they were explaining that is like yeah if you go conventional then it's like you you don't necessarily need an inspection but shit could still happen so you should yeah. still have one anyway yeah but <laughs> with FHA, basically insurance is required FHA is required but like we went in and like I said, it was mold, it was water damage. It was, yeah. Cause when he was walking through, he's like, oh, the house is talking to me. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> he said that, I already knew it. He said the house was talking. I was like, that, oh my God. Price is wrong, sound fit. Doom, 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 doom. That's how it was. <laughs> I should have found the sound effects later. <laughs> So like once, like I said, we wasn't even finished with the inspection. As he just was like mounting on stuff, Marcus was like, "Yeah, we we need our earnest money back because when you put an offer in the house, I forgot to say you have to put earnest money down for your house. That's, that's just basically so your that's just so you're serious. That's so yeah, it basically just holds your spot. It yeah. holds your spot for you. Anybody could say they want the fucking house and like have like two nickels in their pocket. That's exactly that. Are you serious? Yeah. Cause nobody's going to fuck around way and put actual money on the house, dicking around. Earnest money yeah. typically is a couple of thousand dollars down. It's typically a couple, depending on what, how much your house is and everything. It's typically a couple of thousand. Just, just to basically show that you're serious about this house. And Marcus was like, yeah, we, we, we going, we going to pull out this deal. He was like, yeah, we, we was like, it was like, yeah, we we went out. And the thing about deals is that even if you get all the way almost to the finish line, you can still pull out the very end. You can you can always pull out. Like I said, until you do the closing, you sign, then you get the keys. Now it's your house. But anything before that, you can pull out. You can pull out anytime. You can. So that's the thing that you get, like, you know, you shouldn't get so fast. Well, that happens, yeah. I'll tell yeah. a personal story again. It my, happens. That would happen with my lady, like Lindoria. Her friend um, is sell is on the other side. She's selling her house right now. She has a okay. friend that's selling. And then, like, the day before the closing, the the um, the buyers pulled out of the deal. I don't know what yep. happened. But, yeah, that actually happened, literally happened, what, a few weeks back. Because mm -hmm. her friend is relocating to another city. And so she's selling her house here. And then, um, like the day before, like they pulled out. So now it, yeah, flipped all of that up, upside down. So now she got a, she still got the house here, and um, has already moved to the new location. So it's a mess now and all that, because like the day, literally the day before, like they pulled out of the deal. So that does happen, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to her. I'm sorry. Jeez, because that's like the worst feeling. Because like, like we said, at any time before. Yeah, you got it happened. done. Yeah, you moved all your shit out. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. just, just got to get this deal done. And then I don't know what happened with the buyers, but they pulled out. So, yeah. And that's what Malcolm said. He said, anytime, he said, you're not locked in. That's what Malcolm kept on reiterating. He said, anytime, he said, like, if one or both parties wants to walk away, you guys can walk away. No fault. At no fault, either part, you guys can walk away from this deal. So don't feel like you're locked in, you're forced into this deal. So, so we definitely walked away from that house once we saw the mold. And yeah, we went out of that house. <laughs> we didn't move in. So then we were a little bummed because we're like, okay, now we got to start over and we're our search again. You thought, you thought you had found your perfect home. Yeah, we found it. Except it wasn't in Chile. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Then we started looking, we found a a couple houses that we okay this is nice and we started getting closer to what we liked and then 
Marcus as he found a house that we're in now, he found it online. He was like, oh, right now, yeah. He was like, this might be our house because he found it himself. And um, once again, I had even suggested a house for you. So everybody was getting in on the project. On mm-hmm. the process, I sent you a link to one house. I remember. Yeah, you sent me a link to some, yeah. yeah so Mark- everybody wanted to help you because I know you were bummed about losing that, not not getting that house. So that's why everybody wanted to get in on it. Well, check this one out. Okay, how about this one? Like I said, mm-hmm. it turns yeah, out like found a perfect a, house for you. Yeah, Marcus uh, found it. He was like, okay. He was like, it looks like it checks off our boxes, and he's like, I think that this is our house. So then when we got over, they was like, okay, it was people that was still living here and i'm like okay more people live okay we're going through this again i'm like okay let's see what they got to offer okay because that can be a mess too because um do you take a risk with that too like if um what what if they don't vacate after the closing exactly and just keep worrying and like sit people's shit out like that really happens it's like yeah yeah i've seen that happen i've seen videos stories about that yeah well like yeah, we had that. Well, yeah, I want yeah in the family that happened with a family member. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were the seller though, and um, and they had, but they they had a multi unit, and it was a tenant, and one of the units that they, they couldn't get the fuck out of there. They, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't vacate. <laughs> so yeah, that um, uh, yeah, you take that risk when you purchase a property that's already occupied. It's like yeah. the person that because um, it, what they call squatters' rights are really a thing. Yeah. Because I saw a video a day. Like, like, yeah, I don't feel like moving. Yeah, even though like they took your money and all that shit. You know what? I don't feel like. I want to say it was California because the guy just was refusing to leave. And then when they were trying to open the back door, then he came out like swinging something. He was like, yeah. like he would. He just didn't want to leave. Like he was like, no. He... I broke all kinds of laws. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying is um is the the amendment in between the first and the third, and I'll leave it. <laughs> I exercised my rights and got him the fuck out of there, shit. Because he came out swinging. He was, ah! I was like, I'm, so I'm, like the, I'm, I'm the well-regulated militia that's being necessary to get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> so the right of me to keep and bear arms shall not be in friends. God damn it. <laughs> we was like, we was like, okay, we was like, we should be able to we was like, okay. And then Malcolm said, okay, well, we can come and visit them. And then when we found out, okay, they were an older couple. We're like, okay, they're an older couple. So that may be that may be a good sign because it might especially might, that might be less likely to be knuckleheads. <laughs> right. Especially like depending on like the area that you move in, like in certain neighborhoods, it's like several neighborhoods are the type of neighborhoods that once somebody moves in, they typically stay and then they don't leave until like, okay. The house is too big. I need to downsize, yeah, and then start aging out. Yeah, like yeah, or might want. And that's what happened with our house. Warmer, the, like that happens. Yeah, like yeah. I like, think the couple went. They were just the house just got too big for them because they seemed like they were empty nesters. Yeah. So it's like it's just too big for you. So, so we. I was like, okay. I was like, they're older. Okay. So then we get to the house and we get inside. Everything it like the house was staged, but it was their stuff. It was their actual furniture, but it looked like it was staged. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you were on a um a, on a set of a TV show. Or movie. Yeah, it looked like it was staged, but that was their stuff. That was their actual stuff, and they had jazz music playing. They had incense burning. They had all this. I think, I think y'all art. were over. I think y'all were over at Center Space Studios over on the west. <laughs> <laughs> and we was like, okay. And then when they were showing yeah, us, got, got some nice stages over there. You would think you would actually somebody's house for real. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> 
when they gave us the tour, we walked through, you know, saw everything, lots of storage, plenty of room for us to grow into. Um, we're not having no more kids. We have extra rooms, but we ain't having no more kids. I will reiterate that. <laughs> but we have plenty of space now. And like, as soon as we got outside, I was, we was like, you know, I'm trying not to, you know, because you don't want to seem too eager. I'm like. You mean, but yeah. it, uh, your gut, you knew that was the house. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want this house. Try to keep your poker face going, but you knew that this is the house. This is it. When Marcus saw his area in the basement, he's like, okay. He saw his man case. He's like, okay, this is me. I'm sure he's in right now to record this. <laughs> probably. probably in his <laughs> we, peek behind the curtain. We're recording this while the Bears are playing. So he's probably in the motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm going to hear it going forward. Du, 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 du. I'm going to hear that tomorrow. Du, 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 du. All night. Du, 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 du. <laughs> and Sunday. Yeah, he's going to be watching. He was watching college football on Saturday. <laughs> I love the fucking fight songs and shit. We grew the, priority, up the first thing he did when uh, he came in was make sure that he hooked up the stuff to hook up his TVs to have like the mouse. Yeah. Okay. What are we gonna offer? What are we, you know, we try to like drop our, you know, number. Did a little bit of back and forth negotiating. We both came to, came in the middle, both of us. They came here, we came here, we came in the middle, and we reached an agreement. We put it in. He was like, we we want this. Like I said, same day after we saw the house, we put in an offer that evening. It goes fast. You gotta you gotta put it in, and then, especially if you're in a hot area, like. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. stick around. It's like you and it's not gonna stick around in the area like that. because you want to be cheap and shit. It's like yeah, it's yeah. like bro, I'm gonna get the perfect deal. And now you now you just look at your fucking Zillow or whatever, and it says oh, contingent. contingent. <laughs> looked at like two days ago. It's like nah, it's contingent because yeah. <laughs> you dicked around and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when they said they accepted our offer, so then we did it again, earned this money in. Um, and then we're like, okay, inspector, we got our inspector back out. We're like, like, please, 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 please. There's no bullshit inside of these walls. <laughs> he goes in, super minimal stuff, nothing, nothing drastic, nothing drastic at all. He was like, oh, yeah, this is a lot better. He was like, man, because I don't know how. He was like, Whoa. but he was like, nah, he was like, this was good. So, you know, he wrote the list of the stuff that the owners, the previous owners had to do before we closed, the little things that they needed to do and address. They took care of that. They sent us the proof of bill for that, the bill of sale of what they did so we could give it. Oh, and also get you a real estate attorney, get you a real estate attorney. Do not be cheap. <laughs> Because your real estate attorney is going to be in there making sure your deals are going to get, you know, your deals are going to close, right? Make sure you're getting a fair deal. Yeah. And they ain't going to dick around with stuff. So make sure that you get a good one. Like I said, because I had a good real estate attorney too. Shout out. 
Tiffany, thank you. Tiffany, so, her so she actually was on it because I was watching her in the clothes and she called and was like, oh, I mean, she was in there. I was like, you know, so yeah, but you gotta make sure that your stuff is in line. Um, everything went well, so then the next phase after that, we're like, okay, we're getting ready to move up. Then, like, okay, after the inspection went through, they did the stuff, they fixed the stuff now, and the appraiser had to come out. So the appraiser came out, and we're like, okay, appraiser is gonna tell you how much the house, the house has to appraise for what they say, what they're selling for. It has to make that. You might say, yeah, the house is you. You want this much? They're gonna tell you what is actually worth. Okay, this is how much this house. A lot of people get the sentimental value when they get attached to something. It's like it ain't worth that. Appraisers with all that uh, neutral look that they're gonna give is okay. This is how much your house is worth. My house is worth forty thousand. It's worth three twenty at most. It's it's not worth four hundred. It's it's not worth that. Because you have sentimental value in your home. So, you know, the appraiser came out and the house appraised well. So I was like, so now we can move forward. Well, in the, the neighborhood of what um you were offering. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. It was. So it was everything moved on. And then um, we went in and had a minor hiccup that happened. So we had some pain on the outside, but we were able to work that out. And then they was like, okay, you're clear to close. And that's the phrase that you need to get. You need to get clear to close. When you're clear to close, now you can meet your closing. So when you're clear to close, you got to bring your down payment uh, plus like all your, everybody gets their payment. So your lawyer gets paid, your real estate agent gets paid, the broker, everybody gets their money. Everybody's money is in that, that you get. So like they work out this formula where you'll see this long drawn out formula in your papers and then you know if you get any credits let's say you get down payment assistant credit that'll come off let's say you get um closing credits that'll come off so you get like you can get like some credits to help take that number down so um but you guys show up and have a certain amount like when they tell you the number number is the number basically the number is the number so if they tell you um okay you're clear to close you gotta bring sixteen thousand to closing you gotta have a sixteen thousand dollars cashier's check. You gotta have that when you go to your closing. And yep. then, like after they back out everything, it may be some left. So then, when you give them that check, they'll give you the difference. Like I said, if it's overage or whatever, then they'll cut you a check right there with the overage and say, "Oh, okay, we actually didn't need that much. You get back fifteen hundred, and then they'll cut you a check right there." So that's how it works, or whatever. And then once that happens. You get your, oh, before we do the closing, um, you got to do your final walkthrough. So do your walkthrough, because if you don't do your walkthrough, it's on you. Okay. <laughs> it's on you if you want to do that walkthrough, because like a lot can happen between like the time that you saw the house and the time that you close. Yep. Anything can happen. It's typically closing, like you could, you might close in like 30, 45 days, something like that. Closing on you like 30 or 45 days. Anything can happen in 30. Okay, anything can happen in that time frame. You go in, it's a hole in the ceiling now. But you didn't do the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Once you sign off and get the keys, it's your house now. It's yours. So uh, we did the walkthrough before we did the closing that day. So then we went that same day. We did the final walkthrough. They were already boxed up, ready to go because they were like, yeah, because they were closing on their property too to move. So we like, they okay. Were, they were just as anxious as you because. Yeah, they, they were ready to go too. They so. got their place. They're trying to get in. Yeah. 
They, mm-hmm. we said, we gotta, we gotta move our shit too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we closed, we got the keys. So then, um, officially, um, like I said, we closed that Friday. So then we came back, uh, they were officially gone that too. So we t- officially took ownership of the house that Wednesday because they needed a couple of days just to get their items out or whatever. And what you can do in that instance is, uh, this is why you need a real estate attorney. Like I said, we didn't know, I didn't know this and how they explained it to me, you could actually charge them rent to stay there, basically. So whatever your mortgage payment is, you divide by 30. And then depending on how many days they stay there extra, you're charging them that money per day for them staying there. So that's how that works. Like I said, they need a couple of days. Like, okay, you need a couple of days just to get your stuff out. Okay, they need like three days to get their stuff out. Yeah, because not everybody has moved out already, like you said. So like some people... Already, somebody will move before they put the house on the market, but it's different, yeah, types of like moves, yeah. Like mm-hmm. they stayed there pretty much till like, yeah, the end, yeah, because like I said, they had to wait for their new property to close as well. Yeah, they had to wait to close on their stuff, and then we had to close. So we were trying to sync everybody, was trying to sync together, like our closing was trying to be synced. So our closing's pretty much mashed up. So no one was left really, you know, uncomfortable. Nobody was left uncomfortable, which was a good feeling. Yeah. And then we officially came over here and then we've just been nonstop. Obviously nothing got done on Thursday because Thursday was Thanksgiving. So nothing got done that day. I mean, we, we moved some minor stuff over like ourselves. Like we moved some like clothes, I think ourselves or whatever, but nothing big got done that day. Cause obviously it was a holiday. And like we talked about last week, everybody was closed. Well, a lot of people, a lot of big retailers were closed, which is good. Almost all of them were. Big ones. The only ones that were open, obviously, like grocery stores open because people do have to eat. That's a necessity. Those have have always been open. Yeah, Yeah, those have always been open. Yeah, grocery stores. They close early, but they've always been open. Yeah. Yeah. The grocery stores being open is fine, but like Black Friday stuff is a recent phenomenon as far as like Best Buy, why are you open? Opening <laughs> day is a recent phenomenon. Because like back in my day, I'll go back and get it's like it's like how it is this year. It's like you'd open at like five, six in the morning. Five a.m. on yeah. um, on yeah. Friday. Five, six in the morning, like most retailers. Okay. I go old school. Like if you were if you were Montgomery Wards or Sears or like you Sears. five, six service merchandise. Yeah, <laughs> at five or six in the morning. If you were like one of those that Circuit City and say if you're one of those re- naming all the dead retailers, <laughs> if you were like um one of those, like you would open around yeah, open five a.m. or open six a.m. furniture. <laughs> <laughs> you will be open like early on At that five day. or six in the morning actually, right. <laughs> real store actually went to montgomery wards on a black friday bought a, a vcr dvd combo back in the day <laughs> it's back we in the 90s our age. we just showed off our age but it's okay back in the 90s, damn it, yeah. actually went montgomery wards at evergreen plaza i'm really showing my age <laughs> you know <laughs> the montgomery wards of the plaza i went there like six in the morning Got the DVD VCR combo. <laughs> nice. Really did that. And then people did, but then the guys they started getting competitive and say, okay, like you open at 5 a.m., we're gonna open at 3 a.m. Okay, open at three, we'll open at midnight. It's like you get getting pushed up. Open at midnight, okay, we'll open at 9 p.m. Then it's like 9 p.m. Okay, we'll open at 6 p.m. And then that eventually led to where we uh we're at like recent years, open at 3, 3 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Well, they would say Thursday at 3 p.m. They wouldn't even say, wouldn't even acknowledge Thanksgiving. Thursday at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Get these sales. Fuck Black your Black. turkey. <laughs> That's where we end up eventually. Yeah. But um, 
then then 2020 happened like i said which is one of the positives is like it got rid of all of that because i wasn't shit open on the, <laughs> none of the stores nah. unless were essential none of them were open on that beer nah. black friday sales and shit <laughs> And then, oh, show um, that maybe we need to dial back some and really go back to going back to the way it was back go in the, back to the original purpose open up is five, to be on, on Friday. Yeah, I mean that's go plenty of time to shop. Yes. <laughs> so that was me in a nutshell, basically. So that was my experience. Like I said, mostly positive. Like I said, I had the one hiccup with the with the Modi house. <laughs> Like the, the molded house but when I did get my house the second time was that I didn't have to do third times of charm I got on the second try so I was happy we got on the second try I'm around wasn't that an um, awful sitcom from yeah with Boris Kojo and Nicole Ari Parker <laughs> I forgot who was on it that's hilarious so it sounds terrible but <laughs> and Brian Wyatt Danielle Nicolay were on it <laughs> <laughs> Why do I remember I remember like the cast and all that, but whatever. <laughs> Don't judge me. The other show that she was on. It was some show when she was like celibate or something. Like she's been on a bunch of stinkers today. Oh, she was on that show with Tank with uh she was celibate. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I, don't know the name Marcella. I can't remember the name of it. I just remember two dick tank and her on it. That's all I remember. Who else is watching Tank on the Soul Train Awards last night? Shout out Tank. <laughs> I won't call him Two Dick Tank anymore. That was wrong. <laughs> Even though he's the one who said it, but I can't say I can't say I'm dissing him if I'm using his own words. He said the shit <laughs> unprompted too. He said that shit on his own. Nobody provoked him. <laughs> he said that shit <laughs> without um being forced to. He said that shit on his own. <laughs> But that's my experience, you guys. So, so um, how does it feel? Um, how does it feel to be sitting in your own home? It feels peaceful. Like, I mean, obviously, once everything gets unpacked, like I said, we got the big stuff. We got our furniture here, so that was important to make sure that we got our layout set. But now it's just going to be about making the touches to make it a home, to make our house really a home. Like I said, obviously, we have to give everything a home, still unpack stuff. I think I'm just going to do like one box at a time like I'm just going to take my time because I'm exhausted I was so tired Friday night I was exhausted I was like oh my god I'm so tired and Saturday I was still tired but I feel better today I do feel a lot better but I'm going to do like one box at a time until like everything is put away and in its new rightful spot oh and like a side note uh Think about when you're moving, uh, a thing that you don't think about. Like my kids were so excited because they got their own room now. They were just like, oh, my room, it's big. They were just super excited. They, they got, got their own room. First time. So it's like new to them having their own room. They got their TV in there. They each got their own TV. So no more fighting. Fighting over who gets to what we'll <laughs> <laughs> we know about that from back then. <laughs> over Khalil, you go over here and watch these monster truck videos. Ariana, you go over here, you watch the squishy slime, whatever, the squishy things, whatever, whatever she be watching. You go over there and watch that. But um, the thing that you don't think about that, like, uh, and this is the thing I'm giving you guys a tip. Your animals may not, they may be resistant when they first move oh, in. They explore their surroundings, yeah. Because when we brought Hercules in, 
We put the carrier down. We opened the carrier. He would not come out of his carrier. Stayed in for a while. Come out. Before he got comfortable, he stayed in it. He for would not come out. And then finally, when he came out, he found a corner in the bathroom and he went in the bathroom and just was in the corner, just like in the corner. Like he would not come out. We were like, okay. So That's we were trying to. He says he was a kitten. So the only home he knows is the one you were in. It's the like, one we were in. Yeah. So him, we adopted Hercules when he was two months old. We adopted like, him. Yeah, that's yeah. all he knows. So like, so anywhere else is like, okay, what's what's this? What's this? Because he was really like, I felt so bad for him because he was just so afraid. And then he started exploring a little bit more. He was like smelling and you know just explore yeah. a little. I've uh, because our cat said um, when Lindoria went out of town, I kept Ali. So. Um, and um, she didn't come out of the carrier right away either. And she started sniffing around about an hour later. Like, she's like, yeah. Yeah, they don't play that. And then after that, she was just up under me the whole time. So, like, she got comfortable. <laughs> she wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be much yeah, don't play that. <laughs> when the move, when the, uh, when the furniture people came and delivered our furniture, Hercules was hiding in the bed. He did not move. Because I was trying to find him so I could put him up. I was like... And I found, I was like, oh, he's under the bed. They was like, oh, if he's under the bed, they said like, he ain't gonna come out. So they was like, we can get in and get one out. Thing you know to do is like stay out of sight. All right, they was like, oh, they was like, we can get in and out before it, because I know I'm supposed to put your pets up when they come in. You know, I didn't say want anything to happen. And they know oh, he's fine. You really gotta worry about yeah, because like dogs be all over the place. Cats know how to they get the fuck out of sight. Shit, <laughs> and he hid in our closet like. But Hercules has been exploring now more. Like he's been exploring more today. Like I mean, I've been comfortable. He's getting more comfortable. House he knows is the other one. Yeah. So yeah, it's um he'll get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to him really just exploring his new house, his new surroundings. Because he has a lot of space to run around, a lot of space to really spread. I can almost make a Hercules room just for him. He can have his own room. <laughs> I can pretty much do that now. That's the definition of first world problems there. Hercules <laughs> got his own room. So. He can have his own room too. Hercules can have his own room too. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be that person that gives you a cat. You're going to put the <laughs> TV in Hercules' room playing cat? No, I'm not doing that. That video's all day. <laughs> he watches The Secret Life of Pets. No. <laughs> Super Pets. So was that movie that came out with Kevin Hart and. Wayne, on, that's on HBO, I believe. Yeah, so yeah, check it. Batman is in it, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, because Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart they played cartoon pets, basically. <laughs> it's like that's what it okay. is. Might have a movie to watch on the big TV. There it is. Yeah. Watch the kids. Which I like them together. Yeah, like I like yeah, Kevin, I like Kevin Hart and Ice Cube too, but I think him and Dwayne I like better. I like the buddy comedy. I'm glad that those are starting to come back now, buddy comedies. Yeah. So awesome. Yes. So anybody who has any additional questions, like I said, I'm here. If you want to hit me, hit me up and I can delve into some more things. But that was my synopsis. I know we a little bit but longer, but it's like synopsis. Like it, it, it's, a, it's a process. It is. Oh my going near as long because so I'm going through a move too. I didn't buy, I'm just moving into your previous presence. <laughs> so, <that's, laughs> so there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> my synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. It's a little stressful, yeah. Like the move because I hate moving. Yeah, so, movement is a pits. Yeah. It's the pits. It's it's 
it's a pain in the ass to move, but the reward is worth it. Like we were like, okay, we didn't get a break. Like it's even though we were off work and it's like, okay, you were off work all this time. I was off work, but I was still working the whole time. But with like the reward is going to be. You got it. going home and shit. Yeah. Like that's, the reward is that's, worth, it. that's, that's worth, worth any rest and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the reward. So. I'll yeah. catch up on sleep yeah. later. <laughs> sleep and, and catch up sleep in your in your new home. Damn it, that's where you catch up on sleep at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I raised the roof. I know I'm old. <laughs> All right, oh. talk about some of these other things that have happened there. Let's go yes. back. I mentioned Soul Trains. Let's talk about the award show. Like we had to a couple of oh. show um some awards. A <laughs> Soul Train was Saturday night. You you probably even bored sleep there. I don't know if you fell asleep after your yeah. yeah. I was asleep Saturday. I went to bed. I don't even remember. I, I got in the bed. I was like, I'm taking a brief nap because I was I was taking a nap. I woke up. It was three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But um, escape. They got honored with the Lady of Soul Awards. Shout out them. Hey. Um, Tamika, Tiny, Candy, and uh, Latasha. I always forget the other one. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah the Lady of Soul. So like, shout them out. And also shout out the legendary Morris Day in the Time got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yes. That's what I was there for. And then, of course, they did uh, the hits. Like it was Morris and Jerome. I don't know where the other time member was. They had like a bootleg band up there it's like i want to see jesse and jelly bean and jimmy and terry and monty i want to see those guys it's like, <laughs> but it was cool you had morris and jerome so it still was fun they did cool they did um seven 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 nine three eleven they did um jungle love they did the bird it's like they were up there doing all that shit. i'm here for jungle love so i can do the, the dance oh they did it yeah they yeah. still hit all of the moves too like yeah <laughs> Oh, Jesse, not not Jerome. Yes, he can see mirror. Check it out. Now I watch Purple Rain, but that definitely makes you want to watch Purple Rain here in those songs. <laughs> Why don't you stay for a while? See how it's done. Yeah. There's what there's a versus right there. The time versus the revolution. Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> a lot yeah, of people say yeah. Prince because of the revolution because of Prince, but don't sleep on the motherfucking time. No, yeah, don't sleep on the time, like you said. <laughs> don't sleep on the time. They had hits. <laughs> See? Yeah, they did. What's that spell? Yeah, so that was good. And I know oh, you heard about um the AMA controversy with Chris Brown. He was supposed to do his tribute. It's like, why did they... And they pulled him last minute. Like, I don't know and they why. They didn't explain why they pulled it. I think the AMAs gave some fucking bootleg explanation. They gave a bullshit response. I'll pull up the response they gave, the AMA's official response. And that would have rock because I think Sierra would have been on it too with Chris Brown. I think that she was going to do. Because I, I saw the video of what the performance, like of them in practice, what the performance should have looked like. And it looked really dope, like the performance. Yeah, because like some, um, some practice footage has leaked. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice medley of um, of um, of uh, Michael Jackson songs because the tribute obviously like it was a fortieth anniversary of Thriller. So, I mean, huge like on the groove. They've been playing nothing but Michael Jackson since. You know, 
Thriller came out 40 years ago, bro. It released a special edition of the Thriller album, like, with more content. Yeah, like... More so, content, yeah. Which like I want to find. 40th edition, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, how you gonna pull Chris Brown's ass? Which you I can't... know, like, that was... The fact that you just pull it with, like, like days before the performance, it's like... Here's what they said. They said they pulled the tribute up not because of Chris Brown, but because of a matter of creative direction. That sounds suspect. That explanation was creative, what creative direction. Give um, I want more. Yeah, it was the creative direction that you were having with Chris Brown. It sounds kind of shady to me, but that's just me because they're like recently um some footage the the video that he did like five years ago talking about. The, uh, it was like he did like an interview, like a documentary, something he was talking about the whole incident that happened with him and Rihanna. And that video like recently resurfaced that document. It was from five years ago. Mind you that it was from five years ago. The incident was in 2009. That's how Yeah, long. but this was like from five years ago, this documentary. And he was basically, you know, saying like what happened, how everything went down that night. And he was, you know, he took accountability for what he did. He took accountability. And then he was just giving his side of what, what was done. He was giving his side. Which it was more to that story. It wasn't just like um, he just like balled his hand up and knocked the chick out. It's like what yeah. it was. It's like they were like going at back and forth. And yeah, and they were arguing. But yeah, it's like, yeah. It turned and it was an incident where cooler heads could have prevailed if they were able to separate because they were in a car. Yeah. A car is a small thing. So like if you're in an car, argument yeah, yeah. in a car, it can go ugly fast because you don't have room to like if you have a large space, you can you can separate out. But if you're in a car, you're right there, right in each other's face. And yeah, so a lot of things can happen, like stuff can escalate when you're in that side of a space. So you know, but I think they does just suck that they just kind of just, like you know, whatever he's um, it's, I, I don't want to go down there. <laughs> yeah, they pulled it. Wow. I think it would have been a good performance. The performance I saw, the video I saw of um, what would have been the performance, I was highly entertained by it, and that would have been good. So hopefully, they can use that performance at another awards show. It'll be others. Yeah. Let's create. Well, let's make up a fake awards show. <laughs> the keeping it real awards. Oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> the, the C the CB awards. I was gonna say it's Chris Brown. Let's go. <laughs> the CBs <laughs> won a CB. Damn it. Yeah, for my homies. Like, just make make up something. Make up something. right here. We did it, Mama. <laughs> let's call. I call it keeping it real awards. Let's do that and. Let's just make up an award and let's have Chris Brown perform at that. Yeah. Let's talk about August Alcina. <laughs> Another entanglement. <laughs> this time with a dude. It's like because <laughs> there's a new season of the surreal life. They brought it back. That's right. He's August yeah, Alcina is on the right. version of it. And it seems like he apparently may or may not have come out. He shouted out his boyfriend or some shit. They changed exchanged I love you. So I don't was that entanglement like fucked his head up so bad that he joined the other team and shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask it. Did he actually come out or not? Because it's like they was like the way that he said he said something about love, and then this person talking about love, and then it was obviously a man, and then 
he hugged him, but he didn't like he didn't do anything like romantic or not. Yeah, like I don't know. But it's like love <laughs> could mean so vague. The shit is like yeah, love can mean anything. Like love can mean it could mean not romantic, but I don't know. And he hasn't really addressed anything further since it. So Alcina never addresses shit as everybody else does. He just is leaving. We're talking about the entanglement, really. Yeah, he never really even talked about that, to be honest. (laughs) He's leaving it up for your interpretation. So he may or may not have come out. So, I mean, if he did, good for him. If he did, I might check out the new surreal life. Dennis Dennis Rod, Dennis is on there, so I was totally into it. It's like I watched Stormy Daniels on there too. Army's on there, yeah. It's like when I saw Dennis Rodman, I was like, okay, I'm in. Kim Cole's on there, yeah. I imagine that. I think Kim. Let's look up the fucking cast for this stupid ass show. I think Kim Cole's is on there. I think we are living. I was looking at some of those names. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right. Because, I mean, before, you know, they had Rod Jeremy and <laughs> he'll be, be on the new season, the reboot of Oz. That's what he's going to be on. <laughs> how I looked away. And then Recipes, Vern Troy was on there, a.k.a. Mini B. Um, the Brat was on there before. Then um, uh, Peter Brady and old girl from the top yeah. mob. This <laughs> is where they met on the surreal life. They ended up what getting- you call him there? Uh, Eric Estrada, wasn't he on the surreal life? Flavor <laughs> Flav and Bridget Nielsen, they met on that show and they oh, ended up getting their own show and shit. <laughs> Flavor Flav. Okay, I'm pulling the cast. Okay, yeah. August Alcina, Dennis Rodman. Frankie Munez, uh, wasn't that um, uh, Malcolm in the the middle? middle. Okay, (laughs) Cam Coles, you were right. Stormy Daniels, Tamar is on the show. Okay, I'm down. (laughs) I'm interested in this. (laughs) CJ Perry, who played, used to play Lana in WWE, the Ravishing Russian. Thanks, she was a. I don't know who that is. Okay, I'm a wrestling fan, so yeah, I think I don't watch. So yeah, and then some guy I don't know, like everybody else I know. No, it it's be. always like a vague yeah. person who's semi-famous, but it's always like one of those on there. He DeVille was on one of those old ones and like, like who was like, who the fuck? Who? <laughs> like, was CC DeVille, wasn't his name? He was like... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right from one of the non-famous members of some... Oh, the bands, one of those hair bands or something, yeah. right? I say he's yeah. like in poison, but like he was he wasn't one of the famous ones. I just made that up. I don't even know what band he was in. Let's look him up and we'll find out what season he was on. <laughs> so I want to know what oh yeah, China used to be on the show. Rest in peace, the late China. Yeah. She was on there. Was I remember cool. she was on there. Mm-hmm. I remember X Pac showed up or something and he was yeah, trying to get her back or something. It was it was like post sex tape and all that. It was very cringe. It was extremely cringe the way he showed up, like manipulated her like he was very Pe- Peppa was on a season yeah I remember Peppa when she was on there I remember yeah. that um Amarosa let's go <laughs> 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 she was making her reality TV rounds god damn it for a minute he said I'm gonna get this reality TV money I ain't mad at her Dude, I can't find that asshole that I just said <laughs> give up give up <laughs> like the fat ass strong bad I give up <laughs> Charo was on there. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I remember Charo on there because oh, he was talking to her. Gucci, and then he was like, know what the fuck she was talking about. Gucci, Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> he was like, Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> I think Charo was, was she slow and chill? 
<laughs> I like Charo. She's entertaining. I, I like Steve Deville. I found the fucking asshole. He wasn't poison. I know what the fuck. Okay, I'm see, you're right. Because I had no idea. I was like, he was in a hair band. I just knew that he was in a hair band. Don't ask me how I know that. I just threw that out there, and it was true. I'll be just doing shit like that. That's the group he was in. That's hilarious. George Jefferson was on an episode. <laughs> we say that it. I think we can um. Might have a couple of quick hot takes and shit. But since we talked about we talked about Stormy Daniels and um, Trump, and let's talk about who else is running for president in twenty twenty four. Yay! Has officially announced his um, candidacy. That's right, Kanye twenty twenty four. Huh? Yay! Is running for president in twenty twenty four. We got Yay running. <laughs> he said he wants Trump to be his running mate. <laughs> Of course, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> he wants Trump to be his vice president. <laughs> yeah, it's too many, um, too many alphas in the. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't. <laughs> that they both are ridiculously. They're both like the same ego. <laughs> so Kanye's a loser. I'll never be his vice president. He's a loser. <laughs> that's not gonna work. That that's not gonna work. It's just not. Oh, that shit. <laughs> And then just a couple of quick takes. We're gonna wrap this up. We went long already with the um about the move and all of that. So <laughs> um Jerry Jones, did you see that scandal? An old photo, racist photo. Let's look pull it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Cowboy Lawner Jerry Jones. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw that because I was like, Yeah, it's definitely um because so, I named like I think I didn't know the name offhand. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely saw that the uh, Dallas Cowboy photo. I'm trying to find it right here. Mm. Let's get it. Well, I have um a version of it. Yeah, let's see. Because they circled his picture, they're like yeah, yeah. pointed him out. I was like, that's him right there. And then he admitted this. Shit. He's like, yeah, that was me and shit. But yeah, I wasn't there being racist or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't racist. I had a black friend. That <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jerry. Look at him. This like that's the same dude as like fifty seven. But he knows. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like years. It's like this is definitely him. And of course, this like you know, like, like, like um, um, but yeah, this is a little on Arkansas. A little get that out of here. Get that out of here. Pop up. Well, the pop up came now, but. Well, the, the um the funny shit was like in the comment section, people just started roasting all of these motherfuckers. Like, this dude, just look at scared. him in the face. Like, oh, Biff Tannen looking motherfucker. People started. Bo- he looks like, like a greaser. It looked like he should be go grease lightning, go grease lightning, go grease lightning. He's like that. It was like this dude right here definitely looks evil. <laughs> no, he didn't definitely like. <laughs> he didn't definitely strung somebody up. <laughs> look at that look on his face. <laughs> people just started roasting the whole picture. <laughs> <laughs> like this greaser dude. I, mean, I called I called him Biff Tan and the greaser dude. That's what he <laughs> looking motherfucker. <laughs> I said he like one of the grease lightning guys. <laughs> like he should be with the T birds. <laughs> Josh Travolta and him. But um it's funny how everybody uh the um 
And I get it if you're a Cowboys fan, you're gonna come to his defense like that. But to me, that's just I would have just sat that one out. It's like I'd be like, I ain't commenting on because now everybody like like I think Steven well, had some shit and all of that. Just because now people are comparing. People are comparing. It's like okay, you got all this smoke for Kyrie, but like before a dude that was like in an, this racist photo, racist photo. Now you, you got every excuse in the world for him. It's like it. <laughs> I'll say it like this, everybody has a past, and unfortunately, a lot of people's pasts are ugly. A right. lot of pasts are ugly. <laughs> yeah. So, you start digging in people's closets, you find all type of shit in their closet, so. Real shit right there. Hey. <laughs> at least he was like, oh, that wasn't me. At least he owned up and said it was, it was me. At least right, he admitted yeah, that, so I will give him that. Yeah. And it is um and if you in his defense, if um which I'm not about to defend his ass, he did say that um he was there, but he wasn't there protesting the black kids. It's like which he is just standing there kind of looking. So yeah, like he might have a leg to stand on. So, with he walked, so is he basically the black guy that walked in on January 6th? Is he that basically maybe go in the bubble coat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still don't I want to know who that dude is in his story. Is yeah. he the black guy walking on January 6th in the bubble coat? I he might know be his story, yeah. The black dude in the fucking bubble coat. I want to know his story and shit. <laughs> What a way to get caught, though. Also, speaking of Mr. Kyrie Irving, he made his return to the Brooklyn Nets, and he I wasn't alone. You saw, so, <laughs> you saw uh-huh. like thousands of Hebrew Israelites like marching around the, the Barclays yeah. Center. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that. Hey, um, hey. hey. <laughs> it shows you that that is a real movement. Like I said, we know him Hebrew Israelites. That's why this is not new to us. Like we know that actual. Hebrew yeah, it's Israelites. not a new thing. It's like y'all late to the party. Like we've been knowing about them. Yeah, like, we've been knowing about Kyrie them. Kyrie and Kanye just kind of brought it to the surface, but we didn't mm-hmm. been knowing about that. It's like, mm-hmm. like y'all late to the and it was like thousands of them like marching. Like I don't know yeah. what they were doing. They chant or some shit, but they were literally. Did you see the videos of them marching? I saw it. Yeah, like I saw it. They're like, yeah, we're not attending the game, but they were outside. They they wasn't attending the game, but they were outside yeah. in solidarity. In the so, yeah. in solidarity. So hey. And um, make the noise, make the noise, yeah. And as we get these few, few hot takes, and finally, rest in peace, Irene Cara. And I was about to say that, remember, 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 remember. You know, I love fame because we did, uh, we did a fame dance when I was in a she's a flash dance, flash that's our biggest hit, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to hook up my jazz dance because that's on jazz dance, the word feeling. Because like Ari loves doing that dance with me. We love doing the flash dance. Uh, yeah. this dance. 63 yep. years young. 63. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Like they, they still haven't released a cause, obviously, but they were saying that she passed away at her home. Yeah, there's some conspiracy theories out there. You want to go into them? Let's go into them. It's like, yeah. What's yeah. the conspiracy theory? Because um, we all know what happened the last couple of years with the virus and then and then the vaccine, like people were posting, like, cause she posted about when she got her vaccine, but, um, and people like, and then you drop dead a year later. It's like, that's the conspiracy theory that's out there. So we who, who knows is like, but that's out there. And I just wanted to mention, cause she did um, post on her Twitter. Let me pull up the actual tweet from 2021. Oh, you gave myself a very special birthday gift today. I got vaccinated. This is March of 2021 when she posted okay. So like what a year and a half later and shit. Yeah, you just yeah. 
But, he um, would listen to your theories. That's what, um, yeah, the on the anti-vaxxer. <laughs> a lot of that, that tweet, stupid. that tweet has resurfaced now and all of that. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. I mean, a lot of things, unfortunately, are working under the. Yeah, well, you know, we won't know until we have the autopsy results, but um, yeah. I did see that. I said I'll just put it out there because I did see, like, because I got a, in my timeline, I got a, a lot of the the, the whole tepery. <laughs> it's a lot of that. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, that's dumb. It is. But uh, rest in peace to Irene Cara. Like I said, what a loss. What a she also played on what's happening. She was um trying to um marry rerun against citizenship. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause she was playing a Mexican on there. So I think she was playing Mexican on that episode and mm -hmm. she um, and she was like Mary rerun to gain her citizenship. <laughs> That's another like, Irene Cara moment. She played in DC Cab. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> And one of my okay. favorite, one of my memories that I remember about her since we, we tie it all together, the AMA is like um when um the 84 AMAs is like the, the Michael Jackson one, basically. It's like, it's like which is um funny. Like so I watched that show recently on YouTube, and um I, I don't know if I got Mandela or if I just had false memories because I was so young then, but um Michael didn't even perform at that show. I remember Michael being all over that show, but um it's because he won everything, but yeah. And he got like the lifetime achievement, but he never. I remember my. I was like, why do I remember Michael performing on this show? But he didn't. I was like, I might have been thinking of Motown Twenty Five was around that same time. Maybe that's where Maybe. he performed that with him and his brothers, and then of course Billy Jean and the Moon. I probably was combining the two shows. So I watched it. I was like, why do I remember Michael like performing on this show? And he didn't. He just sat. He probably just merged. He got like ten awards or some shit like that. And he just kept coming on stage. Maybe that's why I remembered. It. And then Irene Carr, when she did the water feel, and then she did a moonwalk in the middle of I remember thinking her moonwalk was trash back then. I remember that. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I remember that's my memory of that. Because <laughs> she did the water feeling. You know what? Michael's moonwalk, but she did moonwalk during the water feeling. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you look up that 84 AMAs to see Irene Carr's ill moonwalk. She she broke it out. <laughs> <laughs> So I went way back on that one, but that was an Irene Cara memory that I had when I saw. I was like, when she did the moonwalk, kind of as a kid, I didn't like her moonwalk. I was like, Michael's was better, yeah. Because then again, we were obsessed with Michael back then. So Michael's moonwalk. Michael's better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did a moonwalk. So rest in peace, Irene Cara. 63 yeah. years young. Yeah, we lost her. But that'll do it for not another damn podcast. We went yes. way over, but it's all good. If you like what we're doing, you want to support us further, give us a like. All of that. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. We're talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What's good, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. You can also follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how I do it. And you can check me at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. Also, SCR8GULLEY1 on Twitter, SCR8GULLEY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. Talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>